Back up top, shot through traffic, save made, follow-up try, that one hits a body in front, and a score! It's a score! It's a score! And the Ice Bears have a 4-3 lead with 30 seconds remaining in the hockey game! Oh, what a hit! Welcome to the SPHL in Knoxville! Comes in on the right side, through the right circle, taking it and fed across, they score! Oh, yes! And the Ice Bears win 3-2 in overtime! Welcome in to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. My name is Joel Silverberg. The podcast is always presented by Field Pass Hockey, fieldpasshockey.com, and the Field Pass Hockey mobile app, which you can download for free on the App Store and on Google Play. I am going to be joined by Ice Bears head coach Jeff Carr to try to answer some questions that have been thrown out there. The protected list was released earlier in May, and there was obviously some reactions, some notable players' names that were not on the list, some players' names that were on there that might have been later additions during the course of the season. So going to talk to Jeff about that and try to answer some of those questions. Hey, where is this player? Why was this player not included? Why did you choose this player over this player specifically? Jeff is going to unveil some of the answers to that. And and Jeff and his family were on vacation last week, which was why we didn't get him on the podcast last week. So wanted to get Jeff on. And obviously some of the players are a little bit more open about this stuff with what they're planning on doing with their future. They might want to, you know, they, they give out that information or at, at a, you know, postseason player party, like what we had when we had a fan appreciation event at Union Place Bar and Grill. Of course, they were the official host of all of our road game watch parties this year. And so they hosted us out after the season had come to a conclusion before the players had their send off. And so some of the players there, they, you know, they're open with fans about talking about, Hey, I'm coming back or I'm not planning on coming back. And so for the fans or the listeners of this podcast that may not hear everything that goes on through the grapevine, Jeff Carr, shedding a little bit of light on what has been officially stated between player and coach at this point in time. Um, Also, we'd like to remind everybody that Jeff Carr is going to be speaking for the coaches panel at the Sports Animal Sports Fest that's being put together by 99.1 The Sports Animal. That is going to be Saturday, June 4th at the Knoxville Expo Center on Clinton Highway, so you can head out there. Uh, tickets are available at 991thesportsanimal.com. There are also plenty of opportunities if you listen to the Sports Animal to win free tickets, uh, but be sure to go ahead and get those. I, I believe tickets are $5 in advance or $10 at the door, uh, but there's going to be a lot of vendors set up. They're going to have axe throwing. The Ice Bears are going to have a table there as well, but Jeff Carr will be a part of the coaches panel that will take place from 10 o'clock to 1045 uh, should be a lot of fun. So you can hear from Jeff Carr. You can check out the ice bear staff as we're going to be out there. So wanted to remind everybody that we are going to be at the sports fest at the Knoxville expo center Saturday, June 4th from 9am to 4pm. So coming up next, we are going to hear from ice bears, head coach, Jeff Carr. What, why are certain players not on the protected list? What process goes into that and how does he feel about next season as he goes through the offseason process and we'll also get a recap of just the season that was in the 2021-22 campaign this is the first time that we've had a chance to talk to Jeff since the end of the season when the Ice Bears 
fell in the President's Cup quarterfinals to Roanoke. So all of that and more coming up next with Ice Bears head coach Jeff Carr. I'm Joel Silverberg. You're listening to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey. In the slot, looking, shot, scores! Whoa, yes, an overtime game winner gives Knoxville a 3-2 win on the road. This presentation of Knoxville Ice Bears Hockey can also be heard while you're on the go via the Field Pass Hockey app. Read articles on your favorite team, view photo galleries, listen to live games and podcasts from across the AHL, ECHL, and SPHL by downloading the app, now available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. I appreciate you listening to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey, fieldpasshockey.com. Be sure to download the Field Pass Hockey mobile app for free on the App Store and on Google Play. Please now to be joined by Ice Bears head coach Jeff Carr. Jeff, appreciate the time. And, and you know, this is the first time that we've really gotten to, to do an interview since the end of the season. But now that the dust has settled over the last few weeks, kind of how would you summarize ultimately the, the year that your team had um, obviously not the ending that you guys wanted, but how would you kind of summarize everything that your team went through over the past season? Yeah, I appreciate uh, having me here. Um, yeah, Joel, it was it was incredible. You were a part of it. So it was uh, you got to see the ups and downs, and there were a lot more ups and downs. Uh, obviously, we set the all-time league record and wins, which was a huge accomplishment and a testament to our leadership core and, and the group of guys that came through our room that kind of, you know, bought into the culture and, and just everything that we were trying to accomplish. And most of that culture was built off of character. And uh, we talked about something that we've never talked about in four or five years this year as kind of an open door policy, um, player to player, player to coach, uh, just look people right in the eye, be very honest and upfront with your feelings and thoughts. I thought that went a long way. Our special teams was good. Uh, playoffs, obviously, just something that, you know, 99% of people can talk about the injuries, which, yes, they were real, and there were four or five in missing staff fishing as well, and um, just just some major blows to our hockey team, but still felt kind of reviewing of what happened in that playoff series that we still could have gotten through and, and got maybe a little health back. We, uh, we ultimately didn't. Um, I feel terrible for the fans and for the players. Uh, life goes on for me, obviously. It's, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow, but you got to kind of manage and, and move forward into the summer and protected list until it. So uh, just, just the guys and the effort that they gave, um, you know, indicative of even a guy like Dino Balsamo was supposed to be a skilled forward fighting, um, you know, basically the last day it, it meant that much to the guys. So in, incredible year for the guys, incredible year for the fans. Uh, wish we could have capped it off. Uh, we didn't, but, um, you know, some bright stuff uh, for the future ahead, that's for sure. What what is this process like now? The protected list was released a while back, and we'll get more into the details of that in just a moment. But this process for you as a coach of having to quickly hit the reset button, you have to get back into recruiting, you're setting up free agent camp dates for October and, and trying to get players and new recruits with all the roster turnover that goes on in this league. So what is just that offseason like for you as a coach if after having to deal with, okay, suffered the playoff loss and now you have to get right back in the horse and start riding again. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest thing for us is we'll have our owners meeting this week and get the direction from them and kind of the management and the front office side. I know they're parlaying a lot of different ideas and things that they're trying to coordinate. We've done so many things from the ice bear foundation and the, the fan and different things and different people and personnel where 
you know, we're really trending as an organization and putting some major pieces into place um, and really impacting this community on and off the ice, which has been huge. So, you know, the same thing with our players. We want them to understand what a privilege it is to put an ice bear sweater on. So, you know, right in the off season, it starts with who deserves and who's going to better our team on the protected list. A lot of guys that aren't on the protected list, um, I can tell you that they want to go to the ECHL or 100% be back in Knoxville and play nowhere nowhere else within the league. So that, that's a little bit of risk that's involved, but that's with all teams um, that has to go through that at all levels of pro hockey. Moving forward from that, you know, our apartment complex, it's, it's Knoxville, such a bubbling city that it's so tough to, you know, find adequate and good apartments for our guys and housing, and that goes a long way. So that's on the forefront of the list. Free agent camp, we had four guys that made out a free agent camp into our opening day roster, so that's a big ticket item here. Um, and just continuing on. So we'll start with the owners meeting this week, you know, and then <laughs> along with that, you're obviously trying to re-recruit um, and out-recruit basically everyone else in the league and some ECHL teams for uh, a new roster coming up this year. Ice Bears head coach Jeff Carr joining me now on the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. So you, you kind of led to that, and that takes us into the protected list. Um, you know, we, re- we released this to everybody, and immediately the first reaction is, Where's Timo? Where's Timo? But you, you kind of hinted at that. So the, the decision-making for Stepan Timo Fey of not being on the protected list, that, that comes from a little bit of the belief that he could be in the ECHL or that he doesn't want to play anywhere else in the SPHL, correct? Yeah, I mean, and that's more than just Stepan Timo Fey. I mean, that includes Jason Price, that includes Stefan Bracata, and includes Anthony McVeigh. I mean, a plethora of guys, obviously, you know, we know the impact that Timo makes on our team, the league, and the fans, um, 100%. I mean, he's the, he's the guy that stirs the pot. He can also draw penalties. He's the guy that can, you know, score on the power play. He can do some, some huge things for us in this league. But, um, yeah, obviously he, he's trying to grow and develop, and we, we want to be a part of that. Uh, we didn't protect him the year before. You know, he kept his word August 1st. I made a phone call, and 20 minutes later, he had his PTO in, and, and obviously he did is exactly what we thought he would do this year. So, yeah, deep belief with a lot of these guys and the product we have to offer and what we're trying to accomplish as a group that they want to be back here if it's not going to be in the ECHL level or a higher level in the American League or overseas, maybe, and uh, just kind of live out a dream that they want to go over to Europe. And, and with your three captains, you mentioned them, but obviously – Anthony McVeigh, Stephen Brucato, Jason Price, none of those three guys on the protected list. What were those exit interviews like with your captains in terms of indicating what they wanted to do moving forward? I know Anthony is is graduating with his master's in August. Jason Price is coming off a career year. Uh, and then Stephen Brucato, a, a really solid season, but dealt with a handful of injuries this year. So what, what is the nature of your captains not being on that protected list this offseason? Yeah, I mean, you basically just summed it up everything that you know they've given us so many years of service and you know there's just a deep belief and you know from the leadership that they have to be an extension of the coaching staff and what we're trying to accomplish so there's there's a lot of honesty and trust um built within that and you know for them those guys aren't ready within a week after to make a decision usually you know all three of those guys will probably make a decision august september if Bayer gets a good job situation and uh i think he'd be ready to move on from hockey and check off a lot of boxes he wanted to pricey's obviously got a family here a young family um in the city and has, has made an indelible mark on this city he's the same thing i think he'll make a decision august september and 
Yeah, Bruce probably got beat up more than any other player um, that I know of on our roster in a long time and, and has continued to play through that. So a guy like him, I think, helps number one, and he'll be in the pricey category where August, September, if he, he gives us the call and wants to play, he's welcome back. If not, um, we obviously hope he can still at least be a part of our, our uh, organization in some capacity, whether it be some sort of a, an ambassador, some sort of a foundation thing like, you know, Kevin Swider did uh, on the coaching staff, just, just being around guys like Pricey and Brew, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're huge for a team. What about your goalie situation? Christian Stead was the goalie that you announced on the protected list. Uh, Jimmy Parita obviously had a very, very good season for you as well. So you had a great goalie tandem. Is the is the hope still that both of them will be back in Knoxville next season? Obviously, the, the typical structure is that you can only protect one goalie. So what was kind of the thought process into making that decision? No, I hope both of them are gone in the UCHL and get called up to the American League. If, uh, I, I Do we want them back? Yeah, but our job isn't to collect players. And goalies' windows are so small that you, you really want what's best for them in their career. So, you know, a guy like Jimmy, we rolled with him, and he got the season kind of on the train tracks to start the year, and then he was gone the majority of the year, and he got it back on and kept it on the rails all the way through. And then obviously – you know, he was a part of, like all of us, suffering, you know, a, a tough tough playoff two, two days or 48 hours or whatever you want to call it. So for a guy like him, he was, um, he was the same. We had a great conversation. He obviously wants to be back. I know one team already called him right when he wasn't protected. His agent called. Uh, I basically let his agent know that every player on our team wants to be back. Uh, so, you know, feel free, whatever he wants to do. And he called or text back about 20 minutes later, and the agent was like, yeah, Jimmy said he wants to play nowhere else but Knoxville or the ECHL or American League. So it's a common theme in this conversation that we have trust in all of our guys. And, um, you know, at the same time, like, all of our guys have to come back in great shape and, and leave a mark and get better in the off season. They can't just stay stagnant and think that they can come in and, and make our hockey team and do the same thing. It's going to be a lot better league this year from – more guys to recruit. Uh, it's going to be kind of on the players to continue to grow. And what about JB Baker? You had, you had uh, coached him before this past season, and obviously dealt with some injuries. Was able to come back towards the end of the postseason series against Roanoke. Uh, is he kind of in that same boat as Timo and and Jason, or, or is there kind of maybe a different direction going on there with JB Baker? No, he told me he's retired. So. Um, JB's a total different situation of just kind of moving moving on and, and doing that. Obviously, if he gets the itch to play, we would welcome back with open arms. I think he came through so many different, um, you know, just just tough injuries. And he had a big food food issue, obviously, that he just couldn't digest food the way he wanted to. And, and as an athlete, I think we talked about that. You're trying to get calories in. That was was a tough situation for him. So, you know, JB will be a guy that obviously, you know, if he if he moves forward with his career and retires, you know, we wish him nothing but the best. And if not, he'll be another guy that's welcome back in our room. Uh, obviously, with your three captains, with them not being on the list, you, you'd love to see all three of them back. There's always the possibility that all three of them could decide to move on. If, if that were to be the case, just kind of looking at the guys that have said they want to be back, the guys on your protected list, do you see anybody, or I guess who stands out to you the most that could potentially wear the C or, or one of the A's next season 
if McVay, Price, and Brucato all opted to move on to to their post hockey playing career? Yeah, I think the the key with a guy like Bayer, Brew, and Pricey is, you know, I don't have the math here in front of me, but I would imagine it took maybe twelve to thirteen years combined until they got to wear a C. Um, Vayer was what four years or five years to wear an A. Uh, it's it's tough. It's got to be earned. So for me to go in and, and start naming a few guys off um, a good season where they they followed really well in our leadership and showed some leadership on their own, I don't think that's the the route we're going to take this summer and to start the season. It would be if all three of our captains were not back. It would be like anything. We would go through an open kind of, you know, month, month and a half of playing and seeing who's in shape, invested, and um, daily decisions. Because, you know, if you name a guy and then he gets called up and, you know, three weeks later now you have a captain and then an assistant captain gets called up and now you have one leader and now do you rename one? It's, it's you open a can of worms. So we'll take it slow just like we always, always have in my coaching career. Um, I think the guys that have earned – the, the right to wear a letter to, um, you know, they'll be patient and, and kind of prove their worth. Jeff, last thing, and we'll get you out of here. Ice Bears head coach Jeff Carr joining us on the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. What can fans expect to see when hockey season rolls back around in October for the Ice Bears? I'll be honest. I don't, I, I have no idea from um, the roster standpoint and recruiting and everything like that. I think that they've seen, the style of play that we've really tightened up our defense the last two years. Our goaltending's been spectacular. We go toe-to-toe. I don't think any of those things from a physical standpoint are going to change within our roster. I think there could be some different names, just as always. Uh, you know, I don't want to build excitement up in May because i got to do my job and really recruit and do a good job in the off season to make sure that we have the same type product, if not better, for next year. Uh, learn from our mistakes and continue to grow. So, you know, I think in July, August, we'll get a little bit better of a picture from that, and then we'll really start taking shape here in September. Jeff, really appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much. Best of luck the rest of the way in the off season. We look forward to raising a banner in October and hopefully two more the following October. But thank you again, as always, for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks, Joel. Appreciate head coach Jeff Carr for joining me on the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey. Again, Field Pass Hockey is your one-stop shop for all minor league hockey coverage. We are getting deep into the AHL, ECHL playoffs. Be sure to keep up to date with everything that you want to know by following Field Pass Hockey at fieldpasshockey.com. Also, download their mobile app available for free on the App Store or Google Play. So you heard it right there from Jeff Carr. Decisions still having to be made. J.B. Baker has announced his retirement officially and had the chance to talk to J.B., had him on the intermission interview during that playoff series against Roanoke. And he had indicated that in the future, when eventually his playing day was over, he didn't indicate anything about his decision to retire at that point. But he did say back in April he would like to get into coaching once his playing career was over. So we'll see if J.B. maybe ends up climbing the coaching ranks here in the near future now that he has officially told Jeff Carr that uh, he's done playing hockey. We'll, we'll see where maybe we can see JB next on the bench, but uh, wishing nothing but the best for JB Baker had a lot of fun getting to know him this year in his first full season with the ice bear. So hopefully to see him on a hockey bench again in a suit and tie 
very, very soon. Thank you for listening to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast. Again, Jeff Carr will be at Sports Fest for the coaches panel Saturday, June 4th, which is from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Jeff will be a part of the coaches panel beginning at 10 o'clock, which will be moderated by the sports animals, Jimmy Hyam. So you can be sure to check out Jeff at Sports Fest Saturday, June 4th at the Knoxville Expo Center. I'm Joel Silverberg. Thank you so much for listening to the Knoxville Ice Bears podcast presented by Field Pass Hockey.